Hello, everybody, and welcome to Uncovering the Prime in Life talk show. I'm your wonderful host, Kira. We are bringing out our next guest, Caroline Inzoni, and she will be talking about a life-changing book she read. Thanks for having me, Kira. Of course. Now tell us about this book. Okay, so the novel I'm sharing with y'all today is The Five People You Meet in Heaven by the author Mitch Albom, and it was published in 2003. Plus, it was on the New York Times bestseller list for 95 weeks. This author, author also wrote Tuesdays with Maury, so if you want another good read, I would advise you to look at that as well. What exactly is this book about? Well, first off, I'm going to say that I'm about to have some serious spoils, so if you don't want to have a spoiler alert, don't watch. Okay, so let's get to the book. It starts out by introducing the main character, Eddie. Interestingly enough, the first paragraph talks about how the story starts with the end of his life, and it is actually his 83rd birthday, and he has worked the same job his entire life. Speaking of jobs, Eddie was in charge of maintenance in an amusement park called Ruby Pier, and we learn that Eddie just adores children, which is important later on, so keep that in mind. Anyway, the story goes on, and an incident happens with one of the rides. It has a damaged cable, and the ride stopped out of nowhere. It looks like the passengers were going to fall, so Eddie got out two workers to help them out. But when they released the cart, it came falling down, and Eddie noticed a little girl that he saw earlier, and she was sitting in the same spot that the cart was just below. So he threw himself toward the little girl. He saw a blinding flash. He feels a little girl's hands, and then nothingness. As the story goes on from there, we are, you see snapshots between Eddie meeting people in heaven and what's happening after the ride incident and his past birthdays that he's experienced. So you learn a little bit more about him in his earlier life. His first person we meet is a, name, is a man named Joseph, who's also dead. Eddie learns that the reason for Joseph's death was because Eddie ran out in the middle of the road and Joseph almost hit him. He had a heart attack and died. From this, Eddie learns that there are no random events in his life and all individuals and experiences are connected in some way. The person Eddie meets next is an old army captain. Now, his army captain has a promise that is no one gets left behind. Eddie learns from this promise that the captain saved his life, but in the process shot Eddie so he wouldn't go into a fire that he thought someone was in because he saw a shadow. Eddie also learned how his captain died and how he saved his entire group and got killed in the process. Eddie learned the importance of sacrifice, whether it is miniature or gigantic. The next person Eddie meets is a woman named Ruby, and she was actually the person that the amusement park was named after. She taught him how to let go of his anger for his father and forgive him for all the pain he caused Eddie. She showed him the reason for his father actually dying, which is important because Eddie thought his father was just cruel and nothing else. But he actually saved a man who was drowning, even though the man sexually harassed his wife. Saving that man caused him to have pneumonia and actually killed him. Anyway, Ruby told Eddie that he needs to forgive his father, and she states, We think it attacks the person we hate, but hatred is actually a curved blade, and it attacks us. Moving on to the fourth person, Eddie met his wife, Marguerite. She, he missed her so much, and he told her everything that happened since her death, which she died from cancer at age 47. And when she died, he felt so lost without her. In the end, she teaches him that love is never lost in death, and just moves on and takes other forms. The last but definitely not least person comes up to Eddie. She's a little girl named Tala, and she explains that she was a shadow in the forehead that Eddie set when he was in the war, and he killed her. She showed him her burns and scars that she got from her death, and he was distraught, and he broke down. He cursed and asked for forgiveness, and Tala just 
said to, for him to wash her. Then when he did, her scars began to heal and returned to normal. She shares that the little girl Eddie tried to save is actually alive, and the hands that he felt before he died was actually Tala, pulling him to safety to heaven. She teaches him that life was not just for nothing. He had a perfect purpose to protect all the children at Ruby Pier. She also managed to atone every day for her unnecessary death. The book ends by showing Eddie and he, the place where he is waiting for the girl that he saved so he can teach her lessons that he learned when he died. Then he is once again told that everybody is connected in one way and touches another and everything is just one big life. So about this author, do you think he's qualified to write this book? Mitch Album is best known for his inspirational stories and themes that he creates in his books. He had a supportive parents who always said, don't expect your life to finish here. There's a big world out there. Go out and see it. So that had a positive influence in his life. When he wrote Tuesdays with Maury, he spoke with one of his old college friends, Maury Schwartz. He actually had a terminal disease, ASL and they had many discussions about life and death. This not only helped him write an amazing first book, but also had a great impact on this book as well. Since I know that he talks to someone going through a terminal illness, I think it helps really show the importance of the themes in both books. Interesting. And what do you think the purpose was behind this book? I think the author took a saying about his parents that he used, and he ran with the idea a little bit. I felt that he really wanted to give people a vital lesson in life and show that everyone is connected and everyone has a purpose and your actions could affect someone else's life completely, not just your own. It's also like the chaos theory about the butterfly effect. You know how if a butterfly flaps its wings in New Mexico, then a hurricane could happen in China. It's kind of like that. Anyway, I think the author achieved his purpose in this book and has changed people's lives for the better. The way he put a normal type character showed the meaning in his life and people can really relate to him even though they haven't been through the same things that he has this book has changed my life and i think it'll definitely change others as well let's talk about the writing style is the writer effective in relaying a message honestly i think the writing style is a little simple but that's good because it makes it easier for not so advanced readers to understand it you can really focus on the story that he's trying to portray and it captivates your attention as well because you want to know who eddie meets in heaven and if he saved that little girl or not there is a powerful meaning behind it, especially since lots of people these days are not sure of their identity, and it makes them feel useless. What were the strengths and weaknesses of the book, and how would you say this compares the experience of the book? I really like how the chapters went from setting to setting, so you could really understand who Eddie was and also kept your attention going. Plus, the way that album described the events happening was splendid. I could see images so clearly when reading them. There were some upsetting parts that made you feel bad for Eddie and what he went through, but it also made the readers feel closer to him, and they were crucial to the plot. So what was your overall, overall experience in response to the book? I loved it. <laughs> I also found it really interesting. It's crazy that we get so caught up in our own world with our own problems that we forget others around us are probably going through the same things, or worse for that matter. Also, one of the characters, Dominguez, at the end talks about how no one really knew Eddie, and he didn't even know much about him. And that makes me distressed to think about. I mean, humans don't really give each other the time to really get to know each other. And then someone ends up feeling alone in life and lost from love. From now on, I think I'm going to think of others and really think about my choices and understand they just don't affect me. Tell me, did this book change or enlighten you on a disorder? 
Well, when in the army, Eddie went through many situations that a lot of us couldn't even imagine going through. He saw his friend die, he was taken as prisoner, and he ended up killing four guards with a rock to escape. Then he caught on fire when he was trying to save the little girl. Now, Eddie had serious PTSD and still has those memories with him until he's old. When he came back from the war, he was not the same person that everyone remembered. What people don't really realize is that you can treat this disorder, but the memories and the scars will still be with them and remind them of what happened, even if they're being cured or treated. Do you know of any case studies that relate to this? The International Society for Traumatic Stress Studies did a case study for PTSD, and they used virtual reality. The advantages of using VRE, which is virtual reality exposure, included being able to conduct therapy without leaving the therapist's office, which is better with controlling exposure to stimuli, and if the patient wants to stop, they can just immediately stop, and they don't have to get away from the stimuli. In one specific case, the patient was exposed to two different virtual environments, and he experienced a 34 decrease in clinical-related PTSD and a 45% decrease on self-related PTSD. This just shows how far humans have come in curing disorders and how far we've come in technology as well. To wrap this up, what would you recommend in regards to this book? Well, it definitely has changed on how I see the world and how I see myself. And I think everyone should add this to the reading list because it was one of the best books I've read in my time. Trust me, it will not disappoint. You will see the whole new world and conquer what is yet to come. Thanks for having me, Kira. Absolutely. Hope to have you again soon. And don't forget, folks, pick up a magnifying glass and look around. Good night, everybody.